Our readings from the 44th chapter of Ezekiel today points us to the responsibility of the priest in the execution of his duties on behalf of the Lord. But more importantly, it brings before us the responsibility on those of us who seek to serve the Lord God in faithfulness, and we do well therefore to consider those thoughts today. Firstly then, let us take due notice of the words we read in verse 5. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, take careful notice. Use your eyes and ears and listen to everything I tell you about the regulations concerning the Lord's temple. Use his eyes and ears in seeing, reading and listening to the instructions they had received from the Lord. An advice which is appropriate today as it was when the words were spoken to Ezekiel. The wise man Solomon spoke of the right use of the eyes when he concluded the fourth chapter of his Proverbs with the following advice. Let thine eyes look on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. We need to ponder the path of our feet to ensure that we still walk in the way of life. Later, in the sixth chapter, he concludes his advice to us with these words. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. The word of the Lord is a lamp and a light for our walk to the kingdom, said Solomon. And we need to frequently check it to see that we are on the right route. We often hear brethren and sisters' invitation to let's do the readings, but doing did not satisfy the advice given to Ezekiel, and neither therefore should it just be for us. Read, mark and learn is a tenet that we should well apply in our approach to the scriptures. The Apostle Paul wrote to the young man Timothy in the first letter to him in chapter 4 and verse 13, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. We too must meditate thereon, and take heed to ourselves and to the doctrine. Yes, it may be said that Timothy had the gift of the Holy Spirit to guide him, but we too have a gift, a gift of the complete scriptures of truth available to us in the easiest of forms. The book of Psalms opens with clear instruction to us all as to how we should honour the word of the Lord. It reads, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, 
but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Nine times in the book of Psalms are we exhorted to meditate as an important part of our approach to the study of the word. When about to embark on the most important mission to take the people of Israel into the land of promise, Joshua was given the very important advice by which to be guided in carrying out his invasion of the land. We read in chapter 1 and verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all according to that which is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have a good success. Sadly, for the reluctant and rebellious of the house of Israel, they were brought under the curse because they neglected the way of the Lord. We read in the book of Isaiah at chapter 6 and verse 9, Go and tell this people, Hear ye, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their ears, uh, their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and convert, and be healed. Then said I, Lord, how long? And he answered, Until the cities be wasted without inhabitants, and the houses without man, and the land shall be utterly desolate. Failure to listen, or to see, or understand, ended with their eyes and ears being closed. Such was the end of all those who rejected the counsel of the Lord, and later on one of the last appeals through Jesus also. Let us ensure we don't fail in the same respect. Let us call to mind the parable that Jesus gave concerning the workers in God's vineyard. When the husbandmen saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him. Let us seize on his inheritance. And they caught him and cast him out of the vineyard and slew him. When the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto those husbandmen? They say unto him, He will miserably destroy those wicked men. And so it was that in Jesus' day he condemned the lack of an enthusiastic approach by the people. We read of this in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13 and verse 15. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their hearts, and should be converted, and I should heal them. This was a very bad situation that the Lord faced, and it resulted, as we know, in their rejection. On his painful walk to the cross, Jesus turned to the women in the crowd of onlookers and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, 
Weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. It was not that long afterwards that the destruction came upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem by the might of the Roman armies. We must never let this happen to us. By neglecting our work in the vineyard of the Lord, this may happen to us. And we must not neglect that work. We must use our eyes and ears properly and studiously in the things of the Word of God. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Ecclesia in Philippi, said this, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Yes, this was addressed to the brethren in particular, but the sisters should not consider this advice does not apply to them as well. Let us just note carefully the words of the Apostle Paul when he wrote to Eudeus and Syntyche, which we find in Philippians 4 verse 3. I entreat thee also, True yoke fellow, help those women which laboured with me in the gospel. Women which laboured with the apostle. Paul includes Syntyche, who was a sister in Christ Jesus. Paul doesn't describe the extent to which they laboured, but we can be sure, bearing in mind his other writings, that this was not just in ministering to his individual needs. Writing to the Ecclesia in Corinth, Paul said, the churches of Asia salute you, Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Can we imagine the work involved in preparing for that weekly meeting in their own house? Surely one in which Sister Priscilla would have been very much involved. Writing to Titus in chapter 2 and verse 3 of that letter, the Apostle Paul speaks of the duties of the sisters in the Ecclesia in this way. The aged women likewise, that they be in behaviour as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to teach they cannot do that faithfully unless they had followed the advice given to, to mark and learn. We must mark and learn that advice. In other words, to use their eyes and the ears when listening to or reading the word of God. If we all follow the advice we have in this respect from the scriptures of truth, then we may look forward to the commendation at the coming of the Lord for he has been prepared to administer justice and righteousness in the world in a proper manner. For we read these encouraging words in Isaiah 11 verse 1, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the, of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. 
and he shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. For we too, if we use our eyes and ears to understand the way of the Lord, then we shall also be with him in conducting the affairs of a righteous and justly ruled earth.